Jazzcast Pros. I'm really excited to talk about this concept today. It keeps popping up. I keep hearing it in like different spaces that I am in. And anytime that that happens, I try to become super aware and dig in to like, is this a lesson that is trying to come to me from multiple places in the universe because I need to hear it? You know, if you think about a lot of wealthy people, we think, oh, wealthy people just work really hard and that's why they get where they are. And that's not true. Like some of the wealthiest people that I know work the least. And so why is that true? How does that come to fruition? How can I take that concept and use it in my day to day? And so if you feel like at the end of the day, you're like, I am so tired. And you're like, what did I even do all day? I think this is your solution for that. So if you feel like you are super busy, but then when you try to rack your brain around what did I even do, this is the episode for you. So let's take a dive in. If you're a woman contemplating your next move, you found the perfect podcast to empower your self-growth journey. Welcome to High Vibe Table Talks, the podcast to help you, the cautiously ambitious woman, remove mental barriers and take action now so that you can achieve your high vibe desires. Hello and welcome back to the High Vibe Table Talks. This is your host, Mershawn Hargrave. And the concept of today's episode is called the 80-20 rule. You may have heard it also as Pareto's rule. The core concept is 20% of what you are doing is producing 80% of the results. Pareto was an Italian person who found that 80% of the people living in Italy lived in 20% of the actual land that made it up. And as he started to become aware of this, it just became more and more true in so many of the different areas of life. So 20% of the pea crops created 80% of the actual food that people were eating. It's amazing how many times this actually comes true. Like for me as an entrepreneur, sometimes I struggle with the concept and I know that a lot of you do as well is if I just do more, I'll get where I want to be faster. And this concept really puts that to the side and says that is not true. <laughs> you know, you grinding and getting to the space of burnout is not going to get you where you want to be faster. You can do more with less. And I'm on this big mission of like becoming the relaxed woman and creating space for others to become the relaxed woman. And I think that this is such a beautiful concept that fits into that because it says you don't have to work harder to get to where you want to be. You have to be super intentional with your time and effort to create the life that you want to live. You have to bring attention and you have to bring intention to all of your activities because that's how you're going to build the lifestyle, the schedule, the joy, all of the things that all of the outputs that you want come from the front end of bringing attention and being intentional. As I was doing research for the podcast, I was reading the 80-20 rule book, which is by, I'll put it in the show notes as well, Richard Cook, The Secret to Success by Achieving More with Less. And it's a good book. It's interesting. It's a little long. I listened to it on like 1.5 speed because it gets a little redundant, but there are some really good examples in there. 
And he was talking about paying attention to the wealthy, successful people in your life and being observant of what they're doing and then applying that to your own life. And one example for me in this is I was flying to Europe to visit one of my best friends. And one of my best friends that I was flying with, her father worked for the airport. So we got like the standby seats we ended up getting were in business class. So I got to fly to Europe in business class. It was amazing. And I remember at one point looking around and no one was watching a movie. No one was watching TV. Like, I mean, literally nobody, everybody was reading. And I was like, okay, all the people in business class are reading. Like that is a skill that is important to people who fly in business class. At that point, I wasn't a big reader. I am now, but I just was like, huh, that's really interesting. And I want to take note of that. Again, it's really bringing awareness to outcomes that you want to things that are getting you to where you want to be. Okay. So how does this apply to me as an entrepreneur, as a person in business, as someone who wants more positive things to happen in my life. I first want to start with sales. As I said a couple episodes ago in the sales, high vibe sales episode, you do not have a business if you're not selling. So for me, this is really applicable right now because how do you get more sales out of your business? And it's not by doing more, hustling more, working harder. It's about understanding and tracking what are my most profitable clients? What do they have in common? What clients make me the happiest? So many times in business, it's understanding what I don't want to do before I can get to, you know, multiple times before I can get to what I do want to do. You know, I have this idea of this is the type of business that I want to have. And then I get further down the path and I'm like, I don't like the hours that I'm working. I don't like working with this type of client. And so you have to pivot. But you only know that A, when you try and B, when you track. The first thing is taking in a lot of data. So really understanding your numbers and getting hyper aware of who you're working with, and the demographic around your ideal client. Another aspect is in marketing. Again, knowing your numbers. So can you go in and understand what subject lines get the most clicks? What type of email structure gets the most click-throughs? You know, what language, where is the button that, that people click And does it go up by one or 2% if you change it here versus there? There was a cool podcast that I was listening to last week, the Gold Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher. I'm sure a lot of people in my audience are familiar with her, but she was talking about UTMs. I can't remember exactly what it stands for, but it's metadata within a link so that you know like where people came from. So you know that, oh, people got to my website from this email or from this article that I posted or they came from my link tree in Instagram. And so it's really understanding where people heard about you to get to where you want them to be. So get curious and know that you're in a time of like, okay, this is me learning and gathering more information. 
again, a lot of times, like I think that we like to both create and execute at the same time. So like, okay, I want to get better at exercising, but I don't, I haven't done it in so long that I don't even know what type I would like. And so like, I set this goal of I'm going to run a 5k in the next 10 weeks. And then I start running and I'm like, well, I hate running. So that's not the form of exercise for me. Instead of being like, I want to get curious on what type of exercise I enjoy doing. So tomorrow I'm going to do yoga. And then three days after that, I'm going to go get a trial at a gym and do a little bit of weightlifting. And then I'm going to go to a spin class. And I'm just going to get really curious about what I enjoy. What do I leave feeling the best and not wake up in in the morning going, I definitely don't want to do this. And creating space for that curiosity before I go into execution. And this is one of those things too where, you know, I just want to get where I want to be faster. Early on in entrepreneurship, money is tight. For a lot of us, money is one of the biggest struggles. And so you're like, okay, I need to create so that I can sell. And you kind of put the cart before the horse instead of, this is the lifestyle that I want to live. And let me get really curious on how I can get there. And if you are familiar with Mike Dooley at all, he talks about getting stuck in the cursed house. And I think stepping back and saying, I wonder what this is going to look like is a way to deflect the cursed house. He has a morning newsletter that comes into your inbox. It's really cool. I'll put a link again in the show notes, but his whole philosophy is that thoughts become things. And so we need to think positively and think about what we want versus focusing on what we don't want to kind of manifest the life that we want to live. So another thing that they talk about in the 80-20 rule book is the most successful people are actually lazy, intelligent people. And he also said that if you are a hardworking, intelligent person, that you can learn how to become lazy. I found it interesting for him to use that phrase because I think there is a really big stigma on lazy. Like, Think about if someone came up to you and said that you were lazy. How would that make you feel? probably horrible. For me personally, I can't speak for you, but I know I would be like so offended. And some of that is something I'm working on letting go of and shedding in becoming the relaxed woman. My enoughness isn't attached to how how hardworking I am. As I said earlier in the show, the wealthiest people aren't necessarily the most hardworking. And so this really cool quote he talked about was finding the vital few in the trivial many. Finding the vital few in the trivial many. And so whether you are looking to use this idea in business or in your life, I think that stepping back and understanding what are those vital few a creator that I follow on YouTube. She has a notebook called The Top Three. Her YouTube is Erin On Demand. She has some really, really great videos on building business, but she has a notebook called The Top Three. And so every morning you spend some time saying, what are the top three things I want to accomplish today? Our to-do lists are never ending. And so how do you focus on the vital few? 
finding what that 20% is that leads to the 80% of the result is how you then, when you go and are creating your vital few, your top three, your priorities for the day, week, month, you can hone in on this is the 20% that I want to get that 80% result. So again, it really flies in the face of doing more to get there faster, grinding. And I think there's an interesting, you know, relationship there with the word lazy. How can we change that stigma? How can we say like, I am lazy. That's okay for me to say. So I'm going to prioritize my top three because, you know, then getting those top three things done, it gives you so much space to do whatever feels good. Do whatever you want. Do nothing. Just be. Paint. Play. Create. Wander. When I was creating this business, I really wanted to make sure I did was creating it in the way that supported my lifestyle. And I think I've talked about this in other episodes is that I didn't become an entrepreneur so that I could just work all the time. Even back when I was selling, I knew that my biggest results came from cold calling. And I got really good at my process with cold calling. And so I knew I could do 15 to 20 an hour. And so I would delegate out those specific hours so that if I wanted to like go do the gingerbread building at my daughter's school, I could because I was very intentional about my time and where it went. So let's say you want to start to become more intentional with your time. Where do you even start? You know, if it is things like sales. A CRM can be your Bible in sales, but I always like to start out with an Excel spreadsheet. You know, it's easy. It's simple. CRMs can be labor intensive to get set up. And if you don't even know what exactly you want to track yet, you're going to be putting in a lot of time, not really knowing what you want. And so you could do more on the front end of, let me just get an Excel spreadsheet and just start to put data in and figure out where it goes. And then once you do know the data that you want to track, then you can get it into a CRM. I also, you know, have been doing, we're getting closer to to the end of the year, starting thinking about 2024. And so I've been thinking about like a new journal that I want to take into the new year. So that's another way I have this, my little bullet book, which I think I'm going to use for 2024, but they have some really good, like, wheels in there around who am I as a whole person. And so if you're like, okay, work is fine, but I want to bring more joy into my life. And so taking some time to reflect either in the morning or at night and say, this brought me joy or this didn't bring me joy. Did I find any joy today? And understanding like the little moments that brought you the biggest joy. I mean, you can get a, a, you know, journal from the dollar store and just start to write stuff out of whatever it is, the outcome that you want. Finding your zone of genius. That's how you really get the 80-20 rule to work for your life. If you're spending a lot of time in your zone of competence, then you're not going to get the outcomes that you want because a lot of people can do that. For me, as an example, I can edit and produce my podcast. I'm choosing not to because that's not my zone of genius. That's Jazzy's. I can learn how to change the oil in my car. I'm not gonna because like I can pay someone 60 bucks to do it and then I'm gonna sit there and read 
while they do it. So I'm educating myself. I'm honing in on my zone of genius while they get to execute on theirs. And so it really does in the book. It also talks a lot about, I don't think he uses the word zone of genius, but it's something that in my brain, that's how I comprehended it as is like delegate the stuff that you know, you're kind of on the same level as other people with and really hone in on like, what are you good at? What are you passionate about? What lights you up? And that was actually something I did struggle with the book a little bit when he was talking about, not the way that he said it, but I know that entrepreneurs sometimes struggle with trying to monetize all of their hobbies you know, oh, I really enjoy this. So how can I make money off of it? You know, it's like, I don't have to make money off of everything that I'm doing. So definitely use that as a filter when you're trying to figure out what you're doing. So if I were to leave you with a couple of things, it would be this. You have to bring attention and intention to all of your activities to get the results that you want. So just start by getting curious and you're not going to know until you try. So I have sent out, you know, a lot of bad emails that haven't worked. Uh, Was it Thomas Edison that says I didn't fail? I found 10,000 ways it didn't work. But you have to go out and try. You have to do it messy to get to the point where you're like, okay, now I know what works. And know your numbers. You can't change anything if you don't know the results that you're getting. And in really harnessing this concept, you're going to get more with less. And how good does that feel? If you like this podcast, High Vibe Table Talks, don't forget to subscribe. We will see you next week. And remember that big dreams and small steps will transform your life. 